Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. If your go-to card is a debit card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. I feel like it's like a bad Nicholas Sparks novel called The Chase. <laughs> you know? We've just been reading it for so long. It's like the longest book I've ever read. And it now promises to continue for several more years. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. This week, we learned a lot from The Bachelorette. We learned about the meaning of angled collars. We learned that there are actually still people in this world who believe the earth is flat. And we learned that our problematic frontrunner was once married for two months. It's a lot to take in. Claire is still frolicking around Italy. So today I have not just one, but two very special guest hosts. I'm in studio with writer and Bachelor recapper Ali Barthwell and intrepid Bachelor Nation citizen journalist <laughs> Ashley Spivey. <laughs> I like that title. <laughs> Welcome, guys. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having us. I'm very excited to be sitting here with both of you. Ali, I'm glad that you were in New York. Yes, of course. So this worked out wonderfully. Yeah, I'm squeezing this in between hanging out with my cousin's twins. So this I is I mean, fun. what's more important, really? Family time or... The Bachelorette. Right, right. <laughs> so before we dive into the episode, I there's been, there's so much news in Bachelor Nation these days. So I just wanted us to touch on very briefly, first, Ashley, I, and Jared are engaged. And they got engaged while filming a cameo on Paradise, I guess. Oof. Just, <laughs> oof. It's a lot. I'm not surprised. I mean, I feel like after their video... That's the 45-minute yes. one. Yes. That's the direction they were going in, and ABC kind of needed something to take the news off of Garrett and Lincoln, so what a perfect time for them to get engaged. So true. <laughs> yeah, I think they definitely have just convinced themselves that they can't have a major life event not be on television. We're... Yes. They're really leaning in, and it's mm -hmm. interesting because I think often we see offshoot couples from the franchise, at least in the past, like they have existed, people who met, you know, on the show, but didn't get together on the show. Um, and they've usually sort of pride, like taken pride in the privacy aspect of being able to develop a relationship off camera. And Ashley and Jared's relationship did develop off camera, but we've seen them be incredibly public with all of the stages of it. 
Yeah, I think it's really strange for me because it seems like they have completely bought into a narrative. And so like their relationship has to have a story and has to have an arc. And so they're using all of the different media outlets that they have and that they've created as people that have been on the show, which is fine. But to do their life story as if it were a movie or as if it were a TV show when that's just not true like it's just they're just people at this point they are just people they're just two random people that got together and they're together and that's awesome of course we're We're yeah good for them it's love is love and great and that's really happy but um I don't think we necessarily need to take any like life lessons away from right and I think that's the problem we were sort of saying that they want to position themselves as like romantic experts or that they've cracked the code on love and the code just seems to be a guy can screw around with a girl's emotions for three years and then propose and it's all fine and it erases any bad blood between them or any bad actions on either part I feel like it's like a bad Nicholas Sparks novel called The Chase. (laughs) (laughs) We've just been reading it for so long. It's like the longest book I've ever read. And it now promises to continue for several more years. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There'll be certainly a televised wedding at this point. Of course. Well, I mean, I also think that they would want that. They seem to really want to have their relationship be so public. Will it be a series? If they did, oh wow, there's so many franchising a, opportunities. If they did a freeform spinoff <laughs> in the style of Ben and Lauren. Oh god, I would wa- that. I would watch. They're at least the, like they would be more interesting than yes. Ben and Lauren. Yes, I at least think that at least Ashley has more personality than Ben and Lauren combined. She so, can make up for for anything any right. feelings Jared has in that department. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like she, wasn't she watching Say Yes to the Dress this weekend or something like that? She was like live blogging it or something oh i missed that uh, i don't follow I her like on twitter was. so maybe oh I if she that. was on a say yes to the dress guys that's really combining a lot of my passion <laughs> yeah i would 100 percent watch that episode yes. wow we're just giving them a lot of we great are. suggestions there's so no many branding listening. opportunities yeah, we are available for marketing and <laughs> Consult- PR, consultation <laughs> some reality tv consulting firm we could start <laughs> There's so much. And the other little piece of news that I just wanted us to touch on is that Becca, baby Becca, got in a Twitter feud with Raven. And I was really sad about it because both of them are people I really enjoy. And they got in a fight about Tia. Now, I want to warn everyone, if you don't want any Paradise-related spoilers, don't look at these tweets. Um but Becca did tweet something about Tia that included a spoiler. And Raven sort of jumped to the defense of her friend. And it took this, like, very sad back-and-forth kind of petty direction, which ended with Raven blocking Becca. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Again, it's like this whole ecosystem of people that we are now supposed to, like— follow and care about their it's emotions and their motivations and it just sounds like it was three friends in like a slightly bitchy battle that happens and that and then it becomes news and it becomes news for right. people like us right. yeah i hate myself well and it's so odd too because i really question how great of friends anyone truly is like maybe raven and tia are really friends because they live in the same town but as far as baby Becca picking a side like who knows if she's really good friends with Tia 
They were only on a show together. They haven't spent that much time together. Like, after you're on the show, you don't have as strong of friendships as you think you have. Like, as soon as you get off the show, after you've been friends with people for a while, you realize they're just like anyone else. Like, they can be shitty, too. So I think that's what's kind of important to keep in mind is people are like, how could you, like, treat Tia like that? Who knows if they would have been friends in real life if they never met on the show? Right. So. Yeah, and you also have to think, like, is baby Becca criticizing the show? Is she criticizing Tia? Is she criticizing, like, the people pictured with Tia? Right. And, like, being able to draw that line of, like, I'm annoyed at the actions the show is taking, but you as a person I'm fine with. And I think it's, like, all of that nuance cannot be captured in a tweet. Exactly. (laughs) We don't have enough characters for that kind of Right. I think it gets really messy on both sides, and you could sort of see it spiral kind Mm -hmm. of out of control. And then both of them are just in this very public mess. So I hope that, you know, maybe they can all see each other in person and uh, make their peace sometime. But um, I think sure I need will. to just yeah. oh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure we'll get we'll get a great photo op out of it. They'll get a lot of likes. And then I just think I should stop following all these people on Twitter and Instagram. Right. Yes. That's yeah. the lesson for me. Yeah. <laughs> OK, so now it's time for us to actually talk about this episode where a whole lot happened. They go. Oh, first we pick up where we left off last time. I was going to uh, skip right to Park City and I forgot that we had a rose, two rose ceremonies right. in this episode. Yep. This felt like a real Nick season classic. Like <laughs> starting with the rose ceremony, ending with a rose ceremony. People go home left and right. If it Becca's really like taking charge, I think, which She's is nice. doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. I like that part. Mm-hmm. I like how decisive she is. I mm-hmm. like how clearly she communicates. And these were things that before the season started, I sort of was like, I think she has those skills and that's going to make her a good lead. And we've seen her kind of come into her own and really, um, you know, have the confidence to make decisions, which is a real change from Ari and is very refreshing. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so we get a few little bits of a cocktail party at the beginning. Um, Blake and Becca have a kind of amazing exchange where they Blake is so sweet and earnest. They talk about how many kids they want. And Blake says three to five. And Becca has the most like appropriately <laughs> horrified reaction. I'm like, Blake, do you understand how you want her to be pregnant five times? That's what you're telling this woman. Right. That's yeah, a and lot. And it's pregnant five times. And then the postpartum. <laughs> Five times, which could be anywhere from three to nine more months of recovery. And then actually raising those children. Right. So you're taking possibly 10 years of (laughs) life out of your wife. Well, and also they're both very tall. So, you know, those would be huge babies. So five huge bodily trauma. Well, I think also like I keep joking her type is like football boy or business boy. And Blake is a football boy. So he has a big square head and big giant (laughs) shoulders, which are like a lot. It'd be a lot coming out. You know, I don't. Yeah. I'm glad you recognize that. There's a ton of rectangle heads on yes. this season. Have you noticed? Everyone yes. has like Garrett an has one. Very angular. Colton, <laughs> Colton, Colton face has too much chin. Lincoln like, has a has head. a lot of chin also. Yes. Like, do you know what Minecraft is? They all yes. look like Minecraft <laughs> characters. It's so crazy to me. Yes, it's, but it's either that or 1980s business boy. Yeah. Like she likes him, or like a villain from a John Hughes movie with like a oh, slick back hair. Oh yeah, like Nick is the classic Nick, version Jason of that. Is that yes, um, like very businessman. Be Blaine. Yes, 
they're all just like missing a sweater over the shoulder. Like, yeah. but in her mind, she's like, I love football boys. I love business boys. That is what I like. This is also this cocktail party is also when Becca bestows upon Jordan a pair of golden briefs. They're like booty shorts. Booty shorts. Male yeah. booty shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan also talks about his angled collar, which i he's just such an attention to detail, this one. He says, I've got a shirt that's cut out for a tie, you know? It's got the angled collar, and I'm not wearing a tie with it. So brave. So it kind of shows her, like, this guy, he could go either way right now. He's very into, like, accessories or not accessories. And the he, meaning of them. Because he was also freaking out about people not wearing... Socks. socks with it, but it's like with a loafer, you cannot wear a sock. Like that's an right. acceptable fashion choice. But wearing like a jacket and a collar, like tucked in with no tie, I don't know if that's acceptable. An acceptable fashion choice. Yeah, I feel like at this point he's just like begging for suit sponsorships when he gets off the show. <laughs> because if he was interested in Becca, we wouldn't be hearing so much about his clothes. You know, that's all I he think talks he has about. already done some shilling for that sea salt spray. So he's <laughs> yes. well on his way. Yeah, and I also can't tell if she's like thinks he's funny or if she's like I think that a person like this being here is hilarious because like why would you give someone like tiny gold shorts unless you're like actively like I would give a boyfriend that if I was like actively having sex with them and being like I want you to wear this specifically for me before we bang but to give it to like a guy when there's still 14 other people like people there what is going on she thinks he's a joke right Right. she looks at him as and enter a piece of entertainment, probably someone that the producers are like, look, we know you don't really care about 10 of the men here. So right. just keep Jordan around another <laughs> week or so. I also kind of feel like what what have y'all thought about her style choices this season? I think she loves a blue or gray sequin. Like, yes. bitch loves a metallic. There was a lot of shiny yeah. red. Yeah, she loves, a, she loves a metallic. And then I th- <laughs> the, the outfit choice that I question of hers is she loves a really deep V. Mm-hmm. Like, the first few weeks, she had a really deep V. And sometimes they can be, like, cut way too wide. And it makes your, like, top half look unbalanced. Right. With, like, a tiny little, like, super fitted skirt. I, like, there was one... There were like two episodes where everything she had had like a deep, like a V almost like past we had, her. We got at least one deep yeah. V this episode also. Yeah. 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 But I but I actually didn't mind the dress that had the deep V. Yeah. I it was feel long. Like those gold shorts were part of a bathing suit that the stylist picked out for her. And she was just like, I'm <laughs> not like, going no. to wear that. This and is where I draw the line, yeah. Carrie Fetman. And, and she also was like, I think we're the same hip size. Exactly. Like, I think these would stretch and fit Jordan. Yes. So oh, I believe that Jordan and Becca could share some clothes. Probably. Oh yeah, <laughs> this the way the season is going. I because it veers wildly between like a super masculine challenge and then like something very like soft, like the spa day. Yeah, I'm waiting for them to put them all in drag. Like that would be the best. <laughs> she loves drag race. She loves yes, drag race. She, yeah, I she would does. Love for them to do that. I feel like oh, they how, can... bring RuPaul. Yes, yes. Like, on they the Bachelorette. They did a spoof of The Bachelor on RuPaul's Drag Race called The Bitchler. The Bitchler. I loved it. And it's like, I, it's right there. We wow, this is just such a missed opportunity if they don't do this. We guys in drag. Because <laughs> wow. I think she would love it. I think she would she think would. it would oh, she would love be it. super fun and like and really enjoy it. 
Again, we're just coming up with so many shows. Wow, really? this is just like a real brainstorm right here. We don't even need to recap. We can just send ABC a document, yeah. a memo with of all of all our, our thoughts. Ideas. Um, David returns also during this cocktail party, and his face does look a bit bit banged up. He he got beat up by, by the, the floor. floor. Yeah, I mean, it was a tile floor, <laughs> and he fell face I down. Don't, I don't understand. Okay, here's my thing. So there's like a scientific thing that if you sleep with your baby in your bed, your brain remembers that your baby's there and you won't roll over onto it. So your brain is still like active and awake when you're sleeping and it like prevents you from like rolling onto things, rolling out of things, unless you're wasted. Like if you're wasted, you will roll over on your baby. So how drunk was David that he rolled out of a bunk bed? Probably pretty drunk. broke his entire face. And I feel like you're... Correct me if I'm wrong, Spivey. Not getting a lot of sleep. So you could be potentially like clinically yes. exhausted right. and also wasted. Well, and also, I mean, I know this is definitely a guy thing, but a lot of guys I know when they're drunk have gotten up and like peed in a really weird place. <laughs> so I feel like if they don't know where they are, that's probably disorienting to them as well. Yeah. Which probably factored into that. And the bunk beds are pretty high. So we know that <laughs> given his high. face, yes. the yeah. state of it. He's also David is still wearing his hospital bracelet with his suit. Did anyone else notice <laughs> no, no, that? I didn't spy that. I didn't yeah. That. I was like, wow, this is a quick turnaround. <laughs> they picked him up, we're like changing the car. The other thing that was so great is everyone was talking about him as if he had Died. been hit by a car <laughs> or like was in a tragedy. They were like, wow, just when someone endures what David endures, I don't know how you pick yourself up and keep going. It's like he fell one time. Right. <laughs> well, didn't Chris Harrison say he was in intensive care? Right. Yes. And I, is that true? I don't know. I think that might have been I an mean, exaggeration. I guess, right. I guess if like you're in the ER, like you could call that intense, like you're intrinsically needing intense care if you're in the ER. Sure. But if you're in if you're in intensive care, they wouldn't let you go after like a day. Right. No. Like they wouldn't just be like, sure, go back to the bachelor mansion and then get your rose. Drink and, some more. And well, go David to sleep. clearly needs his sleep. So yes. he does get that he gets Clay's rose. Right. That was given back and David gets sent back on his way, probably doctor's orders. They were like, we're only letting you out of this hospital for 45 minutes. <laughs> right. You get your rose and come back. Um, and I'm trying to think, does anything else notable happen during this cocktail party? Jordan just has some great, great one-liners. He talks about all the male models. He's beat for jobs. He, you know. I also love he mixes up Picasso and Dolly when describing David's face. He's like, his face looks like a Picasso. There's a clock over here, a beach <laughs> over <laughs> here. I didn't even yeah. notice that. It took me a second because I was like, Picasso's right. You could say someone's messed up face is a Picasso. And then he yeah. said, like, but there's the no clock. It's like and cubism, like, but Right. No. And I was like, what? So he was, where? <laughs> oh, wow. He ma- and it's like, Dolly is also a fair reference for somebody's messed up face. Right. Like, it's a, but he But did, they're not, they're not the same aesthetic. Right. No. He thinks I think he thinks there's one person named Picasso <laughs> that painted the melting clocks. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm so glad you caught that because oh, that's what happens when you write down every I did word. not <laughs> that's so fantastic so the rose ceremony happens uh mike the man bun dude and ryan the cute banjo guy who apparently i had missed uh is like a major maga dude oh uh, which ashley <laughs> alerted to me last night after i tweeted that he was cute and i just it was like can i retract this twitter that's, needs an edit yeah. button that's what it's like 
being just a woman dating now of like, (laughs) oh, no, I may have to like. And for me, it was like being a black woman, like there already was that level of like, you could be a Democrat and still be racist or like your parents could say some shit when I go to dinner for the first time. But now it's like every person you have to like interrogate you really you need to vet them and like vet them and go through right. their social media like before i just was like have you ever dated a black person before but now i'm like how do you feel about uh, us withdrawing from the parent climate accord like <laughs> yeah yeah you're too like much. what are your thoughts on uh immigration yeah, yeah. and yeah can we just go through or you could just ten show policy them, positions. Yeah, show them some memes and say, "Do you think these are funny? Right. Would you laugh at these? Would <laughs> yeah, you that's like a good these? way to weed yeah. someone out." Even before the election, my judge of like if a guy was secretly misogynist, I'd just be like, "What do you What do you think of Hillary Clinton?" Because mm. right away, if they're oh, misogynist, yeah. they'd be like, "Oh, I think she's a, like what a liar or whatever." She's, not, she's just something about her isn't trustworthy. Right, mm. you're like. Oh, cool. Mm. Bye. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, yeah, there's so many. It's just really all those things that already existed are just heightened right. in this moment. And then they didn't give Mike or Ryan like an exit package. No, they're like, they we do like, not care no, about you. Years. It was just Jean Blanc narrating, which immediately I was like, Jean Blanc, That's something. He's, he's going home because he is building yeah. himself up so yes. immediately. But they go to U- Utah, Park City, guys. So exciting. Yay. <laughs> that would be one that I, I mean, would be like, this is kind of fun. Like, sometimes they go, that first trip is a real like, hit or miss. North yeah. Dakota. Yeah. Like, Virginia. Yeah. Like, somewhere you, or yeah, either somewhere you've already been and don't care to return, or right. somewhere that is, like, not even very beautiful. Right. This was legitimately seemed fun. There were fun things to do. And yeah. it looked really gorgeous. We learned that, you know, Jordan slept with his gold underwear. So he's really committing. He's committed. I hope he's just wearing them underneath his clothes I at think he all is. times. I think he yeah. is. That, that to me, is like a real sign of commitment, and I like that. Well, I thought it was funny he was calling himself Captain Underpants. And maybe I only know this because I'm a nanny, so I have to read Captain Underpants, <laughs> the little boy I nanny for a lot. But Captain Underpants is dumb, and Captain Underpants is delusional. And, like, like, it's not, and not a sexy character. No, like, not there's at nothing good-looking or attractive. <laughs> he wears, like, a underwear, right. and he's kind of fat. And, like, you know, like, it's just, I don't know. Well... <laughs> Jordan clearly has a high level of self-awareness. Yeah. So there's yeah. just a lot going on there. <laughs> and Garrett, which we knew was coming, gets the one-on-one date, the first one-on-one. I just have to say that I don't know how to watch and enjoy this Garrett stuff now, and I'm having a yeah. hard time with it. Uh. Yeah, and because it's just so, I think also, like, the language that they're picking that to, like, pull out from Becca is so, like— he has a good spirit. He has mm. a good vibe. Like something about him, or like the words are so positive and warm that it's like, and there's no like s- struggle or confusion like in her mind even that it's like he's the clear front runner, and it's just and knowing what we know, hearing all that, it's like such like weird, gross irony that like does not feel good at all to hear her be like his spirit is great I can tell we're on the same wavelength she says like, we we share values at right. one point and, and she keeps on saying he reminds me of my dad I'm just like Ugh. which was which is heartbreaking yes. and it's yeah. you know if I was trying to and it's it's just it simply is impossible to separate a person from the beliefs you know that they hold and we shouldn't right. be but usually as a viewer you know I, I don't have that in my head when watching a date like this right. and it was 
by all accounts, a very sweet date. They seem to genuinely connect right. with each she other. She did that thing where like she jumps and like oh, the straddle and, thing like, straddles him in the air, which is always like, a good sign. As a fat bitch, I've never been able to execute, so I'm very jealous. But I was like, <laughs> I can't watch this knowing that you're like straddling this guy. And it's like, you wonder, does this stuff ever come up on these dates or ever get talked about? Because like we said, like you wanna t- like you wanna know what people's values are, and that's a big part of your values, like what you believe politically and like how you think the world should be run. Like, does that never come up? Or I wonder if it often comes up in off camera time, maybe during fantasy suites. That's when people sort of get to that stuff. I don't know. Ashley, do you have any insight or do you think it just depends on the person? I think it depends on the person on my season. Uh, I can't remember ever talking to Brad about politics, but I could kind of guess what his politics were. Um, I think in certain cases, sometimes you don't have to ask people and you kind of just figure it out. Um, I would think with her, maybe she would bring it up, but I'm not sure. You know, we don't know what their conversations were like. Maybe we're going to get to a part in the season where they do have that conversation. I'm not sure. But I think the problem with finding out about these likes is it's very hard for me to suspend my disbelief now and imagine right. them truly falling in love whenever I know he has an issue with a lot of the things she believes in. Or, you know, like there is that conversation about like for a lot of people that aren't like in the immediate crosshairs of like what's going on politically, right. you can chalk some of this stuff up as like a difference of opinion. Right. And it and then it's sad to think that Becca is that kind of person because yes. you we know that yes. she's outspoken and exactly. has a lot of opinions and like be, like strongly held beliefs. So it's like, oh, if you're willing to like ignore these things then that also says something about you. And, and then I it makes us sad as as viewers right. or as viewers that, you know, feel strongly about a, a lot of these and things. And she's a much bigger part of this franchise than he is yeah. to have her as the center and wonder if she's, like, able to ignore things like this. Right. And that is also, you know, something that is upsetting yeah. uh, to think— be- I personally could not date someone that I didn't feel recognized the humanity of— the basic humanity of immigrants or survivors right. of mass shootings. Yeah, or, yeah. Other <laughs> or other human like, beings. I, I, right, other human beings recognize the humanity of everyone equally. And that is what, you know, there's been a lot of talk of a like is a like. And sure, certain people who hold certain privileges have the ability to disconnect and maybe just mindlessly, quote, mindlessly right. double tap. Uh, but those double taps have real impact and especially you know we're watching this episode and this cute date and at the same time all of this stuff is going on with families uh, being separated at the border and he's liked all of these really virulently anti-immigrant right. posts and so that's that's real life it's not just instagram right and something that was like so just like a funny petty viewing of the episode but there also was that theme of like all of the sports experts were also married which I loved but it was like these two women that were the bobsled yep. team and then they were like we're also married and you could tell Becca was like these people <laughs> are awesome. awesome and Garrett was like this is also fun I am still having fun here like watching could, I know uh-huh. I was looking at his face so carefully like trying to detect yeah watching for those little <laughs> moments of like what's going on in this date that we could maybe possibly translate to something else yeah yeah he was a little too pumped when they said that 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's just sort of like there are a lot of people that that are able to separate this stuff for themselves. Like, like it's just jokes. It's just for the lols or trolling the libs or whatever. And like, and if he's that kind of person, that's also like, there's no reading. That's not of, great either. Right. There's <laughs> even no, the most generous reading isn't flattering. Right. Yeah. So it's just sort of like, oh, it's kind of, and it's like she really, really likes him, and like, yeah. The second you're like, you remind me of my dad. You're taking a big step in like being vulnerable with a person, and like saying that really means something, especially like knowing what her father went through and what she went through with her family with her father's passing it's like you don't say that stuff lightly no and and it did seem like he was truly reciprocating her feelings he seemed very 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 uh into her and of course as someone who's like a fan of becca is like i want that for her i want that mutual feeling for her and i want to be able to invest in it it's just there's a lot of mixed emotions watching a date like this and i found yeah And then in the it's middle of and in the middle of it, we got the flat Earth interlude. Uh, they were cutting uh, yes. back and forth. It's <laughs> uh, like maybe you should have just edited Lincoln down. Yeah, like yeah. Well, it's also disturbing because this is the third worst thing about him. <laughs> you know, which is saying a lot, right? And I, I think a lot of people that are like flat earthers, they think they've like cracked the code, and they like take a lot of pride in like appearing skeptical. It's like anti-vaxxers. Yeah, they're, but they're like, I figured it out. I've cracked the code. Like all of, everybody else is just friction. Like, Alley. Everyone, everyone else is just friction. accepting that the water stays on the earth if it's round. What? And, like, you look at a plane, like, they think they've cracked the code. They think they've, like, solved it and, like, done the math. So for to be a flat earther, like, you're proud of it. Like, you would not. You'd oh, be he's like, certainly proud. Yeah, you're like, why isn't everybody else Did you notice at one point uh, Leo just looked, like, dead at the camera <laughs> yeah. during the... It was very office-like. Yeah. yeah. He was like, get me happening? out of here. I'm sure they're all just like, get me out Colton of the room with this really person. horrified look on his right. face. And it's like, Lincoln, like, in the beginning, I was like, okay, Lincoln is just, like, a flashy guy, and, like, I understand, like, that type of guy, and especially, like, that type of black guy, just, like, flashy and making jokes all the time. And I was like, oh, man, it bums me out that people are, like, questioning that his accent is real and, like, talking about how he's too flashy. And then it was like, okay, he, he poops on his office floor. Okay, like, <laughs> We can we can get through. I was like, we can get through that. Yeah. And then it was like he sexually assaulted someone, and he's, he's a, a flat, flat earther. earther. Yeah, there's no coming back the, from right. this. And yeah. it's like we can separate all the like stereotypes about where he's from and who like the type of person he is and his accent from. He's just a bad person. Like he yeah. seems. Oh yeah, to that just has be, nothing to right. do with any of the other things. Right. But we know that he did sexually assault a woman right. and also believes the earth is flat. Like right. these are just facts. He's a bad yeah. he's a not good not person. Good. Not good. And those are like the that facts that were held up in a court of law. <laughs> like right. it's not and just then like he a said the other thing on a television show in very complete sentences that went even, on for an extensive amount of time. And they even yeah. gave him the chance like, hey Lincoln, um let's get an interview and like talk about this. Are you sure? And he was like it's a, it's a rectangle, I think, because how does it how does it say? Here's my question for flat earthers: Here, if they're out there, I gotta know what's on the bottom. <laughs> if the Earth is flat, what's on the underneath? Is it nothing? Is it like little lizard people like holding the Earth up? <laughs> if it's a coin and we're on the heads, what's on the tail side? 
That's a great question. I want to know. I mean, I, I want to know what they believe is on the other side. <laughs> I mean, I would like to find out from him, but not at all. No. Like, <laughs> wow. There's just a lot to take in. Like, I'm like, we're jumping back and forth between, like, someone who holds bigoted views and someone who is a flat earther and sexually assaulted a woman. And I was like, what am I doing and, with and, my Monday and night? I feel like, they, yeah. like in this episode, they didn't really structure it that you could like have one person to root for. Like, I don't know who I'm supposed to root for now, yeah. especially like for me, like I really loved Clay and thought he just was like the biggest sweetheart of I all time. I and I just sort of like, and they're not giving anybody like the time to like, compete with Garrett like I don't they're still like kind of cycling through the other one-on-ones that don't really feel like anybody's like a competitor in the I way think Blake that, maybe Blake yeah but it like it's in on Rachel season it was like oh it's Peter and Brian like even at, in the middle part you were like oh it's these two guys with like a couple other but, but like now it's like it's Garrett and I don't know who else which is also like a kind of strange like editing choice well now it's overcompensation right <laughs> Yeah, they're now they're really leaning in to like convince Garrett us is to sweet. like him. Yeah, I think we're gonna get a lot of time with him. Um, he says he was on cloud ten. They end their date with that his story with about his story about which was kind of it was just sad. You know, mm-hmm. he says that he was in love right out of college. He dated this woman for a few years and got engaged. And then they got divorced after two months. And he even says that he felt the relationship was emotionally abusive, which is really which is really heartbreaking. And of course, like regardless about how he feels about anything, like I would never wish that kind right. of relationship on anyone. And you could tell he sort of didn't want to even talk about it or bring yeah. it up because he even like he sort of yada 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 it. He's like, We got what, we were engaged, one we got thing married, led one to thing another led to another and we got divorced. And it's like Oh, no, that one thing led <laughs> yeah. to another is the important part of the story because that exactly. lets me know what is going on, where you are where you are emotionally to, like, think about marriage. Like, you have to sort of know that. And I feel like we sort of don't – and it's his business, but it feels a little interesting of, like, we – he did not want to share that part of the story. Right. And I'm sure, you know, he was also thinking about the fact that it's very easy to find out the name of his ex-wife now right. you're on national television saying really a lot of – very personal things, so that's right. that's and it's tough. Hard sometimes, also for men to admit if they were in an abused position in a relationship, yes. like that can hold a lot of weird feelings. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he was like, I don't know if I want to admit to like being in an abusive relationship on TV on my first date with this girl that I like. That's like that's a lot of stuff unfolding. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. He does. He does get the rose. Mm-hmm. Um, he says he's looking for a partner, a 50 50 partner, which is, you know, a nice sentiment. Encouraging. Uh, and Becca even says, like, there are really, really strong feelings there. Um, and then they have to do that awkward public concert stand on a tiny little pedestal is this thing. A, uh, is this one a person? I didn't even write down the name, but I, it was I, like... I don't know country it, it was like, stars, so I'm it terrible was like at Garth this. Garth and Stallion. Like, I don't know who it was. Granger? <laughs> Granger something? something? Yeah. I, but I'm I sorry know. if he's a person who's known, but I had never heard of him. And because it's like you can never... Sometimes it's like, oh, this is clearly not a... They're not that famous. This They're hoping this is their big break, whatever. And then sometimes it's like, oh, this is a legitimately famous person. Like, they're hanging out with the Backstreet Boys or whatever. That was great. But this one, I was like, this is right on that. We're dancing on a razor's edge with with Granger Stranger or whatever the hell his name was. (laughs) 
Yeah, I am the wrong person right. to know yeah. where on the country music spectrum Flat this man is. country yeah. fans, if there's any in the middle of that Venn diagram, just like let me help me figure it out. I feel like he is well known because I did say something like that, and people were getting upset. And then they were like, "Well, maybe you know him better by his." Other persona or something like that. Oh, and was he like in a band? I okay, I think it's no Granger idea. Smith. Granger is his Smith. Name. He. That sounds. Oh, like... he has two hundred fifty-two thousand Twitter okay. followers. So but he's like. Granger a Smith person. sounds like the name of a country he's star. A they would make up on an episode of Sex in the City. Like Samantha's dating uh-huh. a country star, and it's Granger Smith. Like, and the whole episode, everyone's like, oh, "You don't know Granger Smith?" And she's like, "No." no. Like that's what it feels like. Well. Let's see. Yeah, there well, he has a lot of Instagram and Twitter followers, and there are also a bunch of articles now. Who is Granger Smith? <laughs> the people want to know. Yeah, so we can really deep dive into that later. Yes. But he gets his moment in the you know ABC Sun, and uh, then we get to move on to the group date after Garrett, of course, gives a very intense speech to the camera where he says, "Today has been the best day of my life." It feels so freaking good inside. I'm falling for her. So we know, like, this guy. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, 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 he's going he's the there. The heat. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with a lot more from me and Spivey and Allie because we love to talk about this episode of The Bachelorette. So it's been a few years now, but I still look back on my time planning my wedding so fondly. I mean, I was so excited to get married to my partner and to plan a big party that really reflected who we are and our friend groups and our families. And it was also very complicated and there were lots of moving parts. It wasn't always easy. Well, Claire, maybe you should have used Zola because you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place with Zola. Yes, I've thought this many times in the years since. I mean, with Zola, you have free planning tools like a customizable checklist and website. There's a venue and vendor discovery tool that matches you with your dream team. I mean, everything on Zola is just designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible. And with invites that are super fun to create and a wedding registry packed with gifts that you actually want, Zola takes you from save the date right to think so much without breaking a sweat. When I was planning my wedding, honestly, it was just so hard to keep track of every component of the planning process. It would have been so much easier in retrospect and let me enjoy the really fun parts of planning a wedding more if I just had everything centralized. And that is exactly what Zola makes so easy. I mean, that is like the number one advice I would give anyone planning a wedding today. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Are you one of those people who thinks they don't have time to prioritize wellness? If so, Aloe Moves is here to change your whole mindset. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flower class that will fit your whole schedule, even if your schedule is very complicated and ever-changing like mine is. And their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day, which is so convenient. They've got award-winning workouts like sweat-inducing yoga flows, HIIT classes, or reformer Pilates workouts. Truly, truly have it all. Because you can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and journaling for those quieter moments. I am one of those people who really struggles to prioritize wellness. I did before I had kids, and now it's even harder because you're always 
doing pickup or drop off, you're making a lunch, you're like dealing with some need that your children have, or you're working. And Allo Moves allows me to just fit those workouts in, in those spare moments, when I find myself with an extra 30 minutes of time, I can do a yoga class, I can do something that gets my heart rate up, and it really works with my lifestyle. So unlock your personal wellness routine with Allo Moves. Go to allomoves.com now and use code LTSI20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com, code LTSI20. allomoves.com, code LTSI20. I am someone who is perpetually facing the issue of my closet is messy and full, and yet I feel like I have nothing to wear. Mm -hmm. But Quince has been an absolute game changer for my style. Same. If I really need a new luxury basic, I know where I'm going to find one that is going to fit the bill, work for a lot of different occasions and styles. And I'm also going to stay on budget, which is a huge plus. They have items like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for just $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passing... uh, and passes the savings on to us. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for their wardrobe basics. Like I have a really amazing leather blazer from Quince, but I also have gotten really into like their luggage and travel accessories. I just purchased an incredible neoprene weekender bag and it is such high quality. The color is beautiful. And I spent about half as much as I would have spent on a very similar product from a fancier brand name. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash LTSI. If you're a wine lover, here's a little secret. There is a personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to discover new wines you're guaranteed to enjoy. To start, you just answer a few questions on their website about what flavors you like, how often you drink wine, and if you prefer red, white, or rosé. As always, I love a quiz. (laughs) And based on the answers that you give, First Leaf curates a really amazing selection of wines just for you. Later, when you rate those wines, your wine selection gets even more tailored. Choose when the wine is delivered and how often to get new assortments of wine. If you want wine pairing advice or to talk about the wines in your box, you can always speak with one of their First Leaf experts. As someone who loves wine but really doesn't know much about why I like certain bottles and what it goes with, this is such an incredible way to get to know your own taste in wine better. I know. I totally agree. I got to try the Chenin Blanc from South Africa that is part of First Leaf's premium wines collection, and it was so good, and it was not something that I would have necessarily picked out myself a quiz and good wine. I mean, everyone's winning here. (laughs) Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash LTSI to get your first box. That's tryfirstleaf.com slash LTSI. 
tryfirstleaf.com slash LTSI. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. As they should, learning a language is so important. So if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel, the science-backed learning language app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks, which is kind of wild. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, aka so, so many days of waking up for an 830 class that I maybe didn't need to do at all. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Personally, I've been trying to brush up on some basic French because I am headed to go work from Paris for a few weeks. And it's been really helpful because my French is not good. But now I don't have to sound like such an idiot. (laughs) You can never sound like an idiot, but Babbel can definitely help. Here's a special limited time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. Group date time, lumberjack time, plaid time. <laughs> this, I was into I it. Was very into. <laughs> so on this group date, we got Jordan, Chris, Blake, Nick, John, Lincoln, Leo, David, Connor, Kristan, Jason, Colton, and Jean Blanc. So everyone except Wills. Right. And, and Wills Garrett. even goes, My name is Wills, and I'm going on a one on one. I love Wills, and we will we'll get to He's him. very cute, yes. He's always introducing himself. If you look at his Twitter profile, his it says, sweatshirt. I'm his name is his sweatshirt said Will's on it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's so done with people just calling him Will, and it's uh, Will's that he was like, let me get it embroidered on some items. That's actually get smart. It. You know, yeah. get ahead of it. <laughs> um, so they are going on a lumberjack date. There's going to be a lumberjack competition. They all have to get in some nice red and Flannel. blue flannels. Like, the plaid was with working. suspenders, and I they looked good. Like, they did look good. I like Becca. Really enjoyed as like a traditional display of masculinity. Like she clearly is like football boys, and they're gonna be lumberjacks. <laughs> and I'm sure down like she's just going through like the village people basically <laughs> <laughs> of like sexy archetypes for men. Yes. And it's like, oh, I very much appreciate that she. And she even said she's like, I just kind of wanted to sit and watch like everybody throw axes and like she very much wants this kind of masculinity in her in her man which I can get behind (laughs) and this is a real standout date for Venmo John yes little Venmo John yeah he he was very nervous at first he you can tell that he's not always been real comfortable in these like traditionally hyper masculine yes. spaces, which made me like him more. Yeah, right. and if you like, if you coded Venmo, you're not outside. You're not. <laughs> no. a, you're an, you're an indoor cat for sure. When he even made a really cute quote where he said something along the lines of, "I get nervous around pretty girls, and I'm not great around like super macho guys." Right. And I was just like, "Oh, he's so adorable." And also, that's this whole show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I will say my favorite part was they kept cutting to Leo sawing the log and he had like the deepest lunge and the tightest jeans and it was like 
okay, yeah, this is what the camera's <laughs> focusing on. I mean, honestly, we did not get enough Leo because I would think that he would also shine on this date. He's a stuntman. Right. I, I um, wanted him to go ahead. Like, if it was him versus John in that pole climb. Who did it end up being Colton? No, it was like Blake or something. I'm trying to think. Like in this part, I was like, I don't, I couldn't even take notes. I was like, I don't know. They have to climb a thing. I know my (laughs) notes are so jumbled. I was like, they throw axes, they pick up logs. He's with Blake. He's with Blake. It's John and Blake going up the thirty foot pole. Two dudes that I'm into on Mm -hmm. this, right? But I was like, oh, if it was Leo, then we could have a real like. Leo's a stuntman. He has to let Leo do it on his own. Just. Real pan right up there. <laughs> but and then uh John got the golden axe trophy at yes. the end, Becca for a real like, honor for shining on the date. <laughs> I'm no help on this date. This is when my power went out. So I There was a big storm yeah, in yes, New York yeah. last night. <laughs> I did I just was like, I guess I'll fill it in with context clues. Like I would lose it for like two minutes yeah. at a time. And I was like, oh, Yeah, even my like broadcast TV kept like flickering yeah. in and out so Hershey thanks new york city <laughs> um the night portion becca's wearing another red silk dress i did write that she down does li- she likes red and mm-hmm. she likes like metallics yes it was working for her yes um the first person she sits down with i think is jason and she really likes jason too. i really like jason I too he's like really growing on me he seems very sweet and at least like he's put together and like kind of knows where his head's at like i really like him if yeah. he could just tone down the hair gel it's like he'd be perfect <laughs> he has donald jr hair <laughs> he and does, it really though. bothers me yeah if he could just change that i was looking at the guys that have the like slick back hair and i'm like i don't know what other hairstyle you could do because clearly I was like trying to mentally edit them and I was like it only worked their vibe only works with the slick back <laughs> hair and that's a real bummer I, I kept being like oh like a short on the sides or like a swoop it just doesn't work they could bring in Jonathan from Queer Eye I feel like that would have been a great episode too Ooh, oh I <laughs> would watch the shit out of that if they had a Queer Eye makeover yes for everyone especially Jordan that's what I was saying he needs like a make under like, Ooh, not yeah. that mm-hmm. confidence down a little bit. <laughs> We're going to give you a, a, a bad haircut. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so then... Oh, she says Jason is a really good kisser, which is and a she, good like, endorsement. Good. And she, like... She doesn't just say he's a good kisser. She's like, there's not too much. There's not too little. She it's went into just details. The right amount. Like, like the Goldilocks of makeout. Right. And it's like, okay. <laughs> it's, it's one thing just to be like, oh, he's a really good kisser. But to be like, I'm going to follow it up with some evidence, mm-hmm. some theories on good kissing. Like, she really, which, like, I'm fine. I would love. I hope he goes far because I think he's a really good. I think he's sort of that like person who's going to be in the background and then we're going to see him stick around for a while. Yeah. yeah. If he gets like a one on one in the next couple of weeks, it's like he might stick around. Yeah, for a while. I think he will. I also could see him down the road as like a potential bachelor contender. Mm-hmm. I'd be into it. Mm-hmm. I would, too. He has like sort of a, a nice sweetness to him, but he's also has a sense of humor. He was really funny when the David Jordan fight happened and he was like hiding behind pillows and like, yeah, I think there's, there's more to Jason than we've seen. Yeah. Then Becca and Colton chat. Mm -hmm. So bored with Colton. She just wants to bang him. Yeah. Like like he's cute. She just wants to bang him. I hope she gets that. You know, I do for, I want that for her. Or like, or pull a Caitlin and like bang him early and just be like, thank you. Bye bye. Yes. I feel like if he wasn't so hot, she would have been a lot more upset about the Tia thing. Yes. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. She wanted to make out with his face. Yeah, She just was like, I need to clear this so I can make out with him and not feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. Then he gets in a fight. With oh, Colton is getting increasingly <laughs> incensed with Jordan. So now it's not just David who can't stand Jordan. Colton has, like, reached a breaking point. And I wanted to know, like, what else had happened to make Colton so annoyed? What? Okay, here's where I get um, white male face blindness. <laughs> Fair. Uh, is Fair. Colton the one that threw the picture? No, or was it no Connor? that's Connor, who I am okay, not here are, for. I'll start with scenes. Those are yeah. two different people, and yeah. I'm realizing that now. <laughs> Because in my head, I was like, oh, he threw the, like, he already had that. Colton has never been aggro, really. Right. So mm-hmm. this was, like, the first time we've seen him get angry. And it seems like Jordan isn't hurting anybody. He's just He's annoying. annoying. He's just right. annoying. He's just really, really annoying. And you would hope, like, at the end of the day, you would just be like, well, she'll see that he's annoying or he'll annoy her eventually. Or you kind of know, like, if I went on the show, I'd be like, oh, he's a producer plant. Like, I just have to wait him and the producers out. Just sit yeah. there and, and sort of laugh. Well, like, you that's... have to be around them all the time. And even if you try to escape it, the producers <laughs> are going to send him in there and try to annoy you even more. And the more you show you're upset, the, the more, more he's they... going to be around you. Yes. Yeah. That's why it's just like, just laugh. Like, right. And for I guess for people like Jordan, I'm sure being laughed at is, like, not what he wants. Exactly. So if you're clearly just like, hey, man, like, whatever, dude, go do you. Like, I'm that, glad for your golden groin. Right. Congratulations. Like, sure that would, like, diffuse him. And he'd be like, okay, I can't get a rise out of this person. I'm yeah. going to, like, go talk to whoever I can talk to. Like, Jason and Wills were very good at laughing at him and not <laughs> saying anything right, to him per- in the last Perfect reaction. Yeah. But. They didn't. They did not engage, but they just. Yeah. You could tell they thought he was ridiculous. Right. right, and there and sometimes there are guys on the Bachelor where they can like take someone aside and be like, "Hey, buddy, I think you're like doing yourself a disservice," and it comes from like a big brother place, and right. then you're like, "Okay, you're just like a big brother, like I don't know, like the equivalent of like a mother hen type." Yeah. But like Colton, he wanted Jor- like Jason to or Jordan. I'm sorry. Ugh. He wanted Jordan to like get into a fight with him. Like he wanted Jordan to react. Oh yeah, he kind of pulls him aside and lectures him in a way that's clearly not going to be effective. He says like, "I want the antics to stop. I've lost all respect for you." Like that is those are not things that are going to be effective in yeah. sort of diffusing the Jordan show. Right. And I feel like Jordan probably thinks that Colton is his biggest like competition. <laughs> so that probably only like Amped him up more. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Can we also talk about the moment where Jordan essentially like forced Becca to like try to like force a kiss on her and like took his pants off? And... Well, he wanted to show off the gold underpants. I know, but it was it, it did was not icky. come off well. It was and it's like the, one of those things where like I'm sure the producers were like, "Hey, wouldn't it be funny if you gave him these golden underpants?" Without thinking, like now she's going to have to see him. In those underpants. And we all have to see him in those <laughs> underpants. Oh, yeah. The camera angle was, like, coming from, like, underneath his It was showing bum. his undercarriage. Yeah. yeah. It, was, <laughs> it, was it was showing where, like, the parts fit together. Yeah. And that's not the part that you want to, like, look at. No. 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 Yeah. I don't need to see Jordan's taint. Well, that's like... <laughs> <laughs> like things I do Quote not of see. the Top morning. Quote, that's for, that's, yeah, that's that is the title of this episode. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and this is the cocktail party where Jean Blanc melts down. I don't even know what to make of this Jean Blanc thing. I really liked him the I first few episodes. Was, I thought he was really like more low key than like his 
intro package and his like career title as a colonosaur. Like, yeah, I was to willing believe. to overlook the cologne stuff. I right. mean, that must mean he was pretty damn charming the first few episodes. Right. But I, he, I just really hate cologne. So like that was like an <laughs> immediate turn off for me. But I feel like he went like temporarily insane. <laughs> I can only imagine like I'm sure you you know of like if you just sit around and just wait and wait and wait and feel like they're not talking to you, they're not talking to me. Right. What can, and it's like a little kid. Like I gotta get attention, so I'm gonna say the thing I th- they think is gonna get me. Attention. Right. I would also imagine, like, so he essentially they talk for a second time. They've talked the first he time. It wasn't her, that notable. Cologne. He gives he her gives perfume her, that's custom made yes, for custom Becca. cologne, <laughs> and then he goes back and interrupts her and is like, "I just have to reaffirm how I feel about you." and Basically says, like, he hasn't felt like this in a long time. He's falling for her. And you can just see on her face, like, she is freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. She does not feel that way about him. She does not see the intense, instantaneous connection that he has professed to have for her. And so she's just like, well, now I think it's time for you to go. And this is, you know, a reaction we see a lot. And I think it makes sense. Like, if someone that you don't like, and I see this in my own dating life, yeah. someone that you're not into shows a ton of interest, it is repulsive. Yes. Right? Like, it's horrifying, and you just, you cannot continue with that person. So he really did himself a disservice in pushing it. Right. And and I understand if he's like, I didn't get the response that I wanted. Like, I'm going to go back in and, like, make her feel, some, you know, just, like, get her attention again. But you don't have to... It's week four, dude. Like, slow your roll. Just be like, I'm really excited. Like, I really. And she even joked, she goes, Oh, you're not going to ask for the one on one, are you? Because, like, everybody's been talking about it tonight. And that would have been my cue to be like, Oh, she doesn't want to feel like pushed. Right. She doesn't want to feel pressured here. I should just be like, No, I'm just here to have a good time with you. Yeah. Like, or or do something flirty and be like, Let's spray the perfume on and like see how it smelled. Like, do something fun. I could also imagine, I was thinking, like, a producer must have riled him up because you could see him like I could imagine a situation where he doesn't feel amazing about that first interaction. The producer's like, look, dude, Becca's feeling really insecure right now. Like, you've got to go make it really clear how you feel. She's not sure you're into her. Yeah, that's go, what I like, think happened. Yeah. I think that he didn't get the reaction he wanted, was probably upset. And then a producer was like, you should just tell her like you're really into her and maybe that'll be enough to, like, get a reaction out of her or something like that. And, and then, then it backfired. It backfired. Because right. you could almost see him get, like, a little angry whenever he was saying, like, I didn't feel that way, you know, when she brought him to the door. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. and that's why I think, really annoyed. I think yeah. someone had suggested this to him, yes. which is why he was like, wait, but I didn't even really... This wasn't... I didn't think this through. Can we just, yeah. like, take a second? Right. And, like... You know, there are those moments when you're dating someone regularly where you're like, whoop, whoopsie, called you something like, (laughs) you know, like, because I'm a person where like, even if I'm on the phones with my friends, I'm like, okay, love Love you. I've definitely accidentally said it too soon. But like to be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like he couldn't (laughs) do that. Like if again, to like laugh about it and be like, oh, my God, whoops, uh uh-oh, had too much champagne. Like my bad like he could have at least left on better terms yeah. even if she was like you gotta go yeah I think he yeah he was just digging himself a hole like at that point once she's made the decision there's no going back right. and so you just need to leave like with a graciousness and it was he looked so anxious and confused Ugh, it was it was hard to watch it was hard to watch and like and you can tell she's so prepared and used to guys being really shitty cause he was like well 
what about he goes like the perfume the moment with the perfume and she goes oh do you want it back and it's like <laughs> yeah. oh she's used to guys giving her presents and then taking them back <laughs> because like he he was just asking like i thought that moment was fun Right. Like, no, thought, he he was not. At, some people were getting mad at him. He did not ask for the perfume no, back. She like, just, just jumped there. Right. He was like, that moment felt fun. Can we just go back to that moment where we were having fun? And she just was like, nah. you gotta go. I almost wonder what else happened during that whole cocktail party or whatever. No, it was after the group date. Yeah. Because she almost seemed like very, yeah. Well, that's why I think when she goes, you're not going to ask for the group date or, or the one-on-one date, are you? I think every guy must have sat down with her yeah. and, like, had their little spiel and then was like, I hope I get the next one-on-one. Right. Like, she just seemed exhausted. And you mm-hmm. can tell that she is still still kind of traumatized from what happened right. with Ari. So she's looking for clues that people are going to be dishonest with her. Mm-hmm. She's coming from a place of assuming Men will come on a show like this and lie to my face. And she also had her ex-boyfriend, right? That was her last season. Her ex-boyfriend showed up up. and claiming to be in love again. Like people like not crying wolf, but like something like it of like saying their feelings too soon or not thinking about what they're saying. Right. Yeah. So you can see why that sort of just triggered her, just set her off. Yeah. And Jean Blanc posted a really intense Instagram caption. Oh, boy. Last night. Where he said, it's him just looking out on the ocean, saying, (laughs) (laughs) over a balcony, what an amazing journey. Throughout life, I've been focused on education, helping out others, and the pursuit of self-betterment. During this process, I decided to put all of my interests aside (laughs) and put all of my energy into pursuing love and finding the missing puzzle piece in life. Unfortunately, my at Bachelor at ABC journey ended tonight, but my pursuit of love still continues. I wish everyone was able to witness the connection at Bikoof and I had. Love is a two-way street. I wish I was met halfway when I took a step forward. I am utterly distraught and heartbroken. I truly was falling in love with Becca. Just because I did not cry does not mean I was not in a state of depression. No, I did not ask for my gift back. There's a lot that was not shown, like my limo ride home, where I was truly able to articulate my thoughts. I need to take time out and reflect as well as pray about the situation. Um, But then, you know, within 12 hours... (laughs) He posted another video with a coupon code, and he is also shelling a customized cologne uh, that will empower women called okay. Toujours Rose. Okay. I, don't, I don't hate that. So, <laughs> no, he is also some of the proceeds are going to be donated to, he said to the Me Too movement. So I'm like, that's not a organization. <laughs> does that, he mean like time's uh, up? That's what I was thinking. I'm like, right. does he mean time's up? I don't know. But like, right. Good so, effort. Yeah. Good effort. Yeah, he has He's his heart in the right, right. place. He's yeah. a B plus. Yeah. It just seems like, like, I don't know, man. Like, it's week four. Like, we don't need all that. Like, this is when, like, people that have, like, costumes every week still get sent home. Like, just, it's not that heavy yet. Relax, dog. I think the stress was just too great for him. I think so, too. He just looked, he just looked so anxious. And, like, in his mind, I'm sure he didn't think he lied. Like, or he was lying to her. Like, and you know, when someone is like, I'm gonna say I love you because I just want to get in your pants or whatever. Like, I'm sure he thought he was that something was genuine, like saying yes. I'm falling for you isn't a lot. Like that's not, you can't lie that like 
we're all falling in love with everyone. <laughs> like, I can yeah, say a, that it's about a process. both of you. Yeah, like, it's a journey. I'm, like, I'm, I'm falling, falling for you. I'm falling for both of like, yeah. you. Yeah. It's reverse dating. We say I love you very quickly and then figure it out later. Yeah. Because that's yeah. what she keeps on yeah. saying, that it's reverse dating. So I wonder if he did kind of think, I need to speed up my feelings in a way. Or Yeah. And I can imagine that that environment is just crazy making. And, you know, I hope maybe we'll see Jean Blanc pop up in paradise. I think there probably are people that would be excited to see him. And like He's cute. He's cute. He's cute. He seems like he's got, you know, money to spend on $1,200 colognes. <laughs> like, and, you know, I hope that his customized Me Too supporting yeah. fragrance <laughs> works out for him. Maybe I'll have to he's do, just going to send, like, $20 to everyone <laughs> yeah. that's posted a Me Too story. Like, that would be, like... Hey, that would be you know, that's of justice. exactly. <laughs> Maybe I should order a bottle so I can really speak to this. But yeah. we Have might need to do ever some been research. Annoyed by your boss? I'm gonna send you thirty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So the next morning, Becca wakes up feeling just emotionally drained. Oh, she ends up just kind of cutting the cocktail party. She says party she's short. not gonna yeah. give anybody a yeah. rose. We're just gonna go home. She's she's done. I'm I'm over it. Like it also probably was like one a.m. Right. Am by it that was point. a lot of guys to have on one group date. And and you think, like, if you look at this date, it's like Colton and Jason were the ones that she, like, had the most positive interactions with at the at the party. So, like, one of them would have gotten the rose, mm-hmm. probably. Or Blake or Right, and Colton she probably or... knows, like, I'll give those guys a rose at the actual yeah. rose ceremony. I don't... Right. Good for her for being like, I need some fucking sleep. I gotta go, yeah. to, I gotta yeah. go to bed. Uh, and then Wills is... Going to get the final one on one. Wills. He's really cute. What an angel. I love him. He's I really love cute. Him. <laughs> he like he reminds me of kind of like like it's not in the face, it's just like how he talks, but of Michael B. Jordan of that like quiet whispery yes. And it's like kind of raspy voice. And like the whole time he was just like leaned like on like she was just like on him and he was like whispering in her ear, like, I will protect you. I will guide you. I will be a force for good in your life. And I was like, Yeah, man, like wet. Like if that's yeah. it, that's all we need. That's it. <laughs> and she seemed so relieved to be mm. on a date with someone that she could genuinely relax with yeah who seemed genuinely there for her it was a good choice for a date where she like woke up and was literally crying in her itm before he arrived yeah and i think like she's the type of person i noticed on an re season two where she she gives all in there like she's all the energy she's all the fun in the relationship and even like She's so engaging. Like, everything someone says, she's, like, got a que- a follow-up question. And, like, when they have dates where they're, like, walking around, she's like, ooh, look at this little shop. Like, don't you think that's cute? Or, like, maybe we could go there the next time. Like, she's just generating all this, like, emotion for the relationship. So to see her with someone that does that for her is nice. so nice when all yeah. the guys really seem to, like, want to take that she is this calming force yep. to have someone be there, be like... I'm here for you. We're going to take it slow. Whatever you need. Like, we're going to figure it out. I felt like my own blood pressure was just dropping right. watching yeah. Wills. And it's like you want that in a, like, because I imagine, like, there's so many relationships where the woman is just expected to, like, cater to the emotions of the man and, like, keep him calm. But it's like you want her to have someone that, like, is going to be that engaged with her. And he even really directly affirms her emotions and her right to feel things, which yes. I thought that, you know, that might mean seems small but it's actually 
can be really uncommon when you're dating a dude. Yeah. And and especially on this show. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's not the, the most enlightened bunch. Yeah, yeah, it's the difference between, like, y- d- th- this doesn't matter, like, it's small, don't worry about it, versus, like, take as much time as you need. When it's, like, even if you're, like, I just needed, like, one breath to, like, get calm. But if this, it's, like, anytime you're in an argument and you have someone that tells you, like, calm down, oh, or if you're feeling yeah. anxious and someone's, like, calm down, you're, like, Fuck. Right. Or it's not a big it's not <laughs> a big deal. It's not a big deal. Yeah. We all my my when we in my family, my mom has a habit where she she'll shush people when we're and it's not <laughs> even like we're like if we're angry, but if we're just getting riled up and she wants to like interrupt she'll shh shh in the conversation and we're like, that is the most infuriating. <laughs> that does thing. not work. It yeah. does not make me want to be quiet. <laughs> but like Will's just being like, I completely understand why you feel this way. It makes sense. Let's just like enjoy our champagne on this bluff and like. Yeah, relax. they go snowmobiling, which looks really fun. Except, th- here's the thing I did not <laughs> love about that date. I feel like she deserved more time with him to kind of talk about those things. And they didn't get to spend as much time talking. Because they were on their separate on little yeah, vehicles. Yeah. They're not yeah. even on the same one. It looked you know? really beautiful, though. It did look really beautiful. Fun. And I yeah. imagine that, like, I'm not, I'm all, I, too, am an indoor cat. But, like, if you're, like, an outdoorsy person, like, I'm sure that's, like, the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. To be tooling around on those things. I don't things. know if he was because did y'all see him walking through the snow? It was, like, <laughs> yeah, it was so me great. Up. Like, yeah. He's sort of tripping over his it's, own legs. It's, it's great. From somewhere like warm because that like I, I don't remember. Let's I, see. I know people that like I went to college and I'm from somewhere very snowy. So like seeing people that are like from Florida the first time like in the snow, they're like, oh, okay. I am out of my element. <laughs> oh, he's he's from LA. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure he like yeah. is never around snow. Right. I remember I had one of my coworkers, the first, he was from Miami, and his first winter in Chicago, all he had were Converse. And he was like, is this going to be enough? And we yeah. were like, oh, sweetie. No. you got to get a, a full-on boot. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the night portion of their date is really, really sweet as well. That's when, you know, Will says, like, you're a human. You're going to be affected by things. He says he's attracted to Becca because she's strong and resilient. I really appreciate a man on the show who can identify Things that they like about the lead that aren't just like, she's really beautiful and she likes me. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times, a lot of the guys in the season like Becca because they weigh the way she makes them feel. Yes. Right. Rather than like, here's you as a person, like on your own. This is how I see you. Like, this is how I see you in your element. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We also learned that Wills has been through heartbreak. Oh. I know. This story was like a wild ride because <laughs> the girl, he says they were dating and they were together for years and then she wanted a hall pass. Well, it sounded like she wanted to give him one. Because, right. I was a little confused. Right. She was like, let's both have it and you can use it. And it sounded like she was like, I probably won't do anything. And but you can go do whatever. And then she went and was with someone else at one of the places that they had been to on their anniversary. Right. And it's like I can't just the idea of like you go do this. I'm going to give us both permission to do this because I want to do this. Like that's not how like open relationships work. No. No, you don't use them to like manufacture a cheating scenario. Right. Ugh. But they sort of bond over this, like, being kind of blindsided by a, the betrayal of a partner. And so he, of course, gets the rose, which I was very pleased with. It was very sweet. And she even says, you know, you need to give yourself more credit. You're a little hard on yourself at times, but you're truly an amazing guy. Aww. They were both really affirming each other, which was— Yeah. It felt equal. It was really, it was really a lovely date. I don't think it that— was. 
I don't think that he's going to be, you know, final two, but I could see him. I hope he makes it to, like, at least final six, like the international travel. Yeah. They also were making out against a wall, which I think she's done on, like, every one-on-one date. Like, <laughs> does she like She's to used be, to it from Ari. Right. She, she's like, well, I guess I've given you a rose. Like, her Pavlovian sense kicks in, and she just, like, backs up to a wall. And they're like, what are she you She also do? grabbed his scarf at one time mm-hmm. to, like, pull him in. I was like, nice move, Becca. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You use that tiny scarf. <laughs> uh, and then... We go back to the house and or the hotel, wherever the hell they are. And Becca has decided the lodge. Becca has decided that the cocktail party is canceled. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. She knows what she wants to do. So that gives me another clue that at the date or the party after the group date, someone must have been annoyed that she was like, I don't want to do this thing again. Like, (laughs) yeah, she's like, that was enough. I don't want to hear about the one on one date anymore. Like. I, let's do this and go. I gotta get to bed. <laughs> right. She's that like, makes nah. me sad for the people that she got rid of, though, because I wonder if they're the ones that really upset her on the group date. I never even thought about that because they just, were both on the group date. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just, I like from the way that she said it to Jean Blanc, it just made me think everyone must have been because all the guys annoying. Were like, yeah, she was annoyed at more than just him. Yeah, yeah, like she was like oh boy, here we go, let's sit down and do this conversation again. Like you could tell she was gearing up for a different annoying conversation. Uh-huh. So I imagine she just was like, I don't want to do it. Like, the you know, the people that she likes already have, you know, Garrett and Wills already have roses. She's like, let's just do this. Right. So Wills and Garrett already have roses. Leo, Colton, Blake, Jason, Connor, Lincoln, John, Chris, David, and Jordan gets the final rose, which means we say goodbye to Nick, who is the most 80s of movie villains. Movie villains. Yeah. He also and, was wearing a tracksuit. Yeah, he was wearing a tracksuit, which Why was so confusing. Track? Why? And he they kept he kept like joking about it, like we all knew the tracksuit. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, he what was, like, was the joke of this? There must have been more to it. <laughs> that should have been our first clue that he was going home whenever he's wearing a tracksuit, and they and we didn't don't know why. Yeah, they're like, like we just... don't care about this guy to the extent yeah. that we're not going to address the fact that he is randomly wearing a tracksuit. Right. He also cracked me up so much because he would unbutton so many buttons on his shirt. Did you ever <laughs> yes. notice that? Well, he unzipped the tracksuit. Oh, pretty just, low. I mean, look at his. He's Instagram mirroring her too, deep V's. Like, He's yeah, mirroring yeah. the deep V's. Just yeah. three to four buttons. <laughs> uh, and then we also said goodbye to Kristan, the I Harlem Globetrotter. Really I really liked him too. I was sad. And it, like, if you want a sports boy, like he's a real sports boy. Also, like there are some duds in that group. Like Connor, what is Connor yeah. Lincoln? Like, just get rid of these. Right. I get that you need to keep Jordan and David around for the two on one, but like, right. there are a lot of other filler dudes there that you could get rid of. But that's why I'm saying I have such trouble thinking that that uh, after the group date made her so upset. Like, these were the two guys you wanted to get rid of? Yeah. Well, you she probably I mean? was like, I want to get rid of Jordan and yeah. David, but right. they, they needed like, two on one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then she's like, then I don't even want to do the cocktail party. Let's just... Yeah, and I mean, I guess at a certain like Chris, not like Chris Don is great, and I love him, and we all love him. But he he didn't. They seemed like they had like a friend relationship. Right. Yeah, and a lot of their like, interactions were like him being like, "Let me show you this cool thing I can do." Yeah, which is nice, and but like, definitely not like a romantic vibe. Yeah, it seemed like they were more friends, and even the like, yeah, Nick, and we just never saw. So they just must have never 
just like talked. Kristan okay. says on his way out, like maybe our conversation just wasn't what she was looking for. Aww. Which is like, he goes, yeah. I wrote it down. He goes, I think we're just on two different paths, and maybe that's why I didn't get the rose. Like yeah. totally what sweet. A, I know that's a that's a great way to exit. Just being like reflective, not beating yourself up, not being the lead up, right, just being yeah. like, yeah, I guess we just weren't a match. Yeah, because yeah. that's, like, in any other dating, like, it just doesn't, like, the timing wasn't right, or we were looking for different things. Like, it's somebody's fault. Like, it right. just didn't work. Well, maybe he's like, I'm on a path to paradise. It'll be fine. Oh, I hope <laughs> him and John Blanc can both go to paradise. Yeah. Villain Nick, I could take or leave, but, like, he'll probably be there, too. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jordan also said that he's staying tall. I've been myself. I don't want this to be the Jordan show. I'm here for her before he gets his rose. Jordan also was incensed that he got the last rose because he was like, I have never, ever made it in last place in anything (laughs) in my life. This just shows that, like... My mind is blown right now. It's like the Raptors are, like, learning how to turn the handles because they've, like, (laughs) learned the last rose means that you're, like, kind of at the bottom or you're a controversial choice. So they're like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm the last rose. Uh Uh-oh, I'm I'm near the bottom. Like, they figured that out. Yeah. It's, it's amazing really how funny. many one-liners also Jordan can get into such a short amount of time. That's he also that's says how he speaks. He says, yeah. "I'm much like a sponge. You can squeeze oh, yes. me and get everything out of me, but you'll never know unless you try." I think he just sponges thinks, are gross. I, <laughs> and it's also like the quality of a sponge is not the wringing out. Like right. that is not why we have sponges. No, have them to soak up. You're like doing right. The I'm like, wrong what are you doing with all of your sponges? Also, like. So you're the dirty water that comes yeah, out right. of this. She needs to squeeze all like the disgusting things that have been like cleaned up with you as the sponge. It yeah, doesn't it's make just, sense. It's the wrong half yeah. of the metaphor. It's like, yeah, I'm the mop. Eventually, you're gonna wring me out. It's like that's not why what we think of mops. No. <laughs> it's not how we. Well, don't worry, because this coming week, Jordan is gonna make a a move. It's not gonna be big. But it's, it's going to be, be deep. deep. It'll <laughs> that, be a deep move. That made me throw <laughs> yeah. up. Full. I was like, how dare you? It makes me so uncomfortable. It's, oh. But that's just, he just thinks, and he only talks in, like, sound bites. Like, he's not even, like, connecting two thoughts. That's why I'm convinced he is the early stages of real Westworld, and he is a robot, <laughs> and this is the testing yeah. ground. He's, he's a host. <laughs> yeah, he's a host. <laughs> but he also goes, I'm not going to be Captain Underpants. I'm going to be Captain Took Everyone's Girl. Like, that's not, the words don't go together. It doesn't work. It's like, it's like Matt, it's, he, he seems like one of those people. People that you know they do those things where they like feed a bot like all the language from a soap like opera. The Olive Garden, the Olive Garden <laughs> one, yeah. So I think so. He's a bot. He's a Westworld host, but they have fed him all of the dialogue from The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Yes. So it's just like nonsense. Where he's like, I'm I'm Rose, and I'm gonna Rose pull the punches, and here for the right reasons. Like Amazing. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It's uh, not full on. Well, it is gonna be a beautiful episode next week. I am. They're- Wow, the two-on-one is going to be amazing. And they're going to Vegas, which is amazing. (laughs) I know. I'm pleased. I'm pleased they're going to Vegas. There's just, you know what? I I know that Jordan is difficult to watch, but he's also amazing to watch. He's keeping it at least like there's something happening. Because a a lot of the guys, like most of the other guys are pretty low-key, except for like Lincoln and I think like Lincoln and Jordan are kind of the only ones that are like like high-energy. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is pretty low energy, so it's 
mm-hmm. at least we can enjoy watching Jordan in a right. way that we can no longer enjoy watching Lincoln. <laughs> right. So, you know, I think I think Jordan's got another solid week left in him. Mm-hmm. And then I would not be surprised if both he and David were gone next yeah, week. I could, or I could see or maybe David, one more week. I could see yeah. David, like, surviving the two-on-one and then going home the next week. Right, yeah. yeah they, like, I don't think he's... They have a short shelf life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think is it... I don't know how the, like, eliminations go, but it seems like just one or two people are going... Like from here on out, like yeah, not, I think so. They don't have a lot to like do a big cut anymore. No, no, mm-hmm. no, because we lost four people this episode. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll yeah, it'll probably be two. Yeah, I also since we were talking about her clothes, point out her her gown. <laughs> oh, the mermaid, the black, black mermaid lace, like sheer mermaidy thing. But it was so funny because her mic kept picking up the tool underneath <laughs> it. So every time she walked, there was like that you could tell they tried to like edit it out, but it was like. Whoosh, <laughs> Every time she walked, like you could hear her heels kicking the tool. It was an intense dress. There was a lot of tool on that dress. And it was like so just like so dark. It was very, very striking. A very striking look for her. It's also funny though, because that's like the least of their worries this season. Yeah. <laughs> You know, someone was probably like, oh, this sucks. And they're like, no one's even going to notice just because there's just so much going on. Yeah, they're like, whatever, leave the boom mics in. (laughs) Yeah, like, like, who cares? falling off, fuck it. It's fine. We're trying to make everybody love a bigot. Like, we got bigger Exactly, exactly. You know, there's only so much time in a day. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this has been an exhilarating hour plus sorry nick <laughs> sorry nick we do all love to talk in this group yes. uh thank you so much for Yay. coming in this was so delightful it's always a great. pleasure thank you <laughs> Now it's time for Feminism Fails. There actually weren't a lot that stood out to me this week. But for one, I'm going to give Jordan's sort of forced attempt to make Becca kiss him and also referencing his groin a lot and kind of putting it in her face. I'm going to give that a 2.53. Don't try to push women to do things with you that they are clearly uncomfortable doing. Just good rule of thumb. And another thing I wanted to address that I don't think is a feminism fail, but a few people had flagged to me last night is when Colton and Jordan were talking, were confronting each other, uh, Colton called Jordan something that was bleeped out. And people were wondering if it was either the F word slur, homophobic slur, or uh, perhaps calling him a pussy Uh, Both of which would have certainly been feminism fails and humanity fails. Um, But Colton addressed that in a tweet today. Someone tweeted at him asking, did you call Jordan a homophobic slur? What was bleeped out? And he said, absolutely not. All the bleeped words started with an F and ended with a K in some form or fashion. Sorry, mom and Nana. So my assumption, I talked this through with Ashley and Allie, we sort of guessed that perhaps he was calling him a fucker. Uh, that seems to be the most most likely word that was there. So we'll give Colton uh, a pass on that one. 
And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guests, Ali Barthwell and Ashley Spivey, and of course, our producer, Nick Offenberg. You can find Here to Make Friends on iTunes. Leave us a rating. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, you can always shoot us an email at here to make friends at huffpost.com. And you can find me at Emma Lady Rose on Twitter and Instagram and Claire at Claire E. Fallon on Twitter and Instagram. Check out all of her fantastic instas of her amazing vacation. Thanks so much for listening. Next week, I will be out and Claire will be back with another special guest host. And then after that, I swear, all of July, the two of us are back here together. The gang will be reunited. 